0: To the Locks on Diamondbacks podcast, as part of the Locks on Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to who? The always wonderful and might I add, handsome host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work, from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we got a few things to talk about. Of course, we're going to start off with those hot stove rumors. Then, MLB.com is coming out with their top 10 list for players right now. You know, top 10 players at every position right now. They did the catchers, relievers, and center fielders so far. So we'll see if any Diamondbacks show up on those lists. And then finally, in the second segment today, uh, AZ Snake Pit came out with their uh, review on Nick Ahmed. So we'll go through that and... Kind of give our own review on Nick Ahmed and how his 2020 season went. But first, if your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at lockedondiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at CreatorThomas24, for my personal account, at Locked on, Diamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. Just look up LockedOnDbacks. Now, let's jump right into it, and let's start off with those hot stove rumors of the day. And I guess we'll get into the one signing that actually happened today. We'll start off with that. Uh, The Houston Astros on Pedro Baez from the LA Dodgers. Baez has been with the Dodgers since 2014, broke out at age 26, and he's been with the team since then, as I already said, and he's been pretty dynamite with the Dodgers over his time in LA, a career 303 ERA, which is pretty good. Uh, Not much of a strikeout artist nowadays. He's been under nine the last two seasons. It was at 6.9 in 2020, but still a very effective pitcher. Walks per nine might be a little high at 3.7, but he evens it out because he doesn't give up a uh, a ton of hits, 5.3 hits per nine. So even though he might walk a decent amount of guys, and he's not striking out uh, a ton of guys like you see some from other relievers, he's still very effective, very good reliever out the bullpen. Doesn't give up a lot of hits, and he knows how to close games. Two saves in 2020, uh, finished two games in 2020 as well. So those two games he finished happened to be save opportunities. But he's finished uh, over 51 games in the course of 356 innings pitched on the big league level. So you could put him in as a spot closer if you need him. Uh, the, the Astros are a team that, who knows, we'll see how they feel with their closer situation right now. Last year, they thought they were gonna have Roberto or Zuna, but he didn't really pitch at all during the season because of injuries. So they kind of went with Ryan Presley, and he was good last year. Twelve saves, a three four three ERA. So. We'll see if they go with him again. He had 12.4 strikeouts per nine, so he was pretty solid last year. A little bit of a flamethrower, a strikeout artist, so he was good in that respect. Uh, Had a good season in 2019 as well when he was an all-star, so maybe this guy could be a closer for them in next season. Or maybe they think Ryan Presley can't get it done, and they go with a guy like Pedro Baez. But either way, they seem to have enough guys in the back end of their bullpen that can be closers. Can't say the same for the Arizona Diamondbacks. It looks like Cole Hamels is trying to make a comeback as well. We know Corey Kluber just participated in his showcase. He actually did that today. He threw in front of scouts from nearly every team. I think 25 teams in total showed up. So Corey Kluber, it seems like he impressed. It seems like he did a good job. He commanded his pitches. His velocity was, uh, I think, where they uh, you know, expected. You know, Probably in that 88 to 90 mile an hour range. Not too fast, but... They do think his velocity could be increased a little bit uh, come spring training and just working his strength, his arm strength up in the regular season. So we'll see uh, what happens with that situation. But expect Kluber to be signed somewhere soon. And now, like I said, Cole Hamels is trying to do the exact same thing. He only made one start with the Braves last season. He signed with them as a free agent. But he dealt with injuries the whole year. Left triceps tendinitis left triceps tendinitis wanted to make sure i said that correctly and shoulder fatigue and the guy's 37 years old so these old pitchers are trying to make their comebacks later in their career after injuries and i'm all for it you just have to be exact ranking you have to be good at locating and knowing where your pitches are going to be and you, you don't need the velocity on your pitches if you can do that so hopefully for cory and cole hamels that can be the case i mean hamels Was good just back in 2019 with the Cubs. He had a 3-8-1 ERA, 143 strikeouts, and 141 and two-thirds innings pitched. So we've seen Cole Hamels be, you know, effective as recently as 2019 but not pitching 2020. Maybe that gave his arm a rest just like Corey Kluber, maybe it helps those older pitchers uh you know rest your arm a little bit not going consecutive seasons by putting that mileage on. But they're probably not going to have that velocity and hopefully they've been working on their ten- hopefully they've been working on their technique during that time in the offseason. Padres might be thinking about uh, kicking the tires with Masahiro Tanaka. Uh, I mean, they already got Blake Snell. They already got Yu Darvish. Still got Danelson Lamette as well. And now they're trying to go out there and they're trying to get uh, Tanaka as well. Tanaka and Darvish are good friends. And Tanaka's old pitching coach on the Yankees, who he spent six seasons with, is now the pitching coach on the Padres. Uh, under that pitching coach, Tanaka went 75-43 and 43 with 375 ERA. So Tanaka's best years came under that pitching coach. He has a great relationship already with Yu Darvish. And those two coming in together could really help build a chemistry knowing those two already have a chemistry. And then you just got to intertwine them into the rest of the mix and this uh In this Padres organization, so I think getting a guy like Tanaka could really help get Darvish adjusted to the team quicker because he's really the important piece. He's a guy that almost won a Cy Young award in 2020. Tanaka, you know, looks a little bit on the back end of his career, just like Darvish too. He's on the back end too, but Darvish all of a sudden, you know, since the second half of 2019 is really been on a tear. Can't say the same for Tanaka, but Tanaka has always been a reliable playoff performer. So that's at least uh you know a tip in his hat. So the guy if the Padres could get a guy like Tanaka to be what their number 4 Five starter, I think they're gonna take that Tanaka. Maybe on the downside of his career, he might not be the same Tanaka that we saw when he first broke into the league. But uh, you know, maybe he could have that renaissance, like a you darvish. And just like last year, uh Tanaka kinda had a, uh, a renaissance. He was an all-star surprisingly in 2019. where four, four, five ERA. But in 2020, he had a three, five, six year. 2018, was the 3 5-year race. So he's been, you know, every other year above a 4, or below a 4. Maybe with the Padres, the National League, he will just hit uh, you know, if they don't bring the DHs back, it will make his job a little bit easier. And I think having Tanaka, as your number 4 or your number 5, as part of your stabilizer in the back end of your rotation, I think that's a super smart move by the Padres. And now I want to... Take a look at MLB.com's top 10 players right now, and they have the relievers, center fielders, and the catchers out. And let's see which Arizona Dimebacks are in the top 10 of their positions right now. So let's first take a look at the catchers, and I don't know if you guys would guess this, but... Carson Kelly is not a top 10 catcher right now. If you want me to go through it real quick for you, number one, JT Romuto, then Grandel, Will Smith, Wilson Contreras, Sean Murphy, Austin Nola, Salvador Perez, Travis Donar, Travis Darno, not Darnar, Darno. Mitch Garver and then James McCann rounds out your top 10. And not a surprise there that Carson Kelly isn't there. He hasn't been, he wasn't impressive in 2020. So I cannot hate MLB.com for not putting Carson Kelly in their top 10. How about relief pitchers though? And once again, if you said no Arizona Diamondbacks, once again, you would be right. Top ten relievers right now according to MLB.com: Liam Hendricks, Drew Pomerantz, Devin Williams, Nick Anderson, James Karinchak, Karinchak, James Karinchak, Brad Hand, Arolda Chapman, Aaron Bo- Aaron Bummer, Tyler Duffy, and Josh Hader. So once again, no Arizona Diamondbacks on a top ten list. But how about center field? There has to be an Arizona Diamondback on the top ten of that. Number one, Mike Trout, might have guessed that. Then Cody Bellinger, George Springer, Alex Verdugo, number four, Brandon Nemo, Kyle Lewis, Ramon Laureano, Trent Grisham, starring Marte, and Byron Buxton ran out your top 10. So you do see a former Arizona Diamondback, a player who's on the team just last season, and starring Marte, he was traded at the deadline. But there you have it three top 10 lists relievers, catchers, and center fielders. And no Arizona Diamondbacks. It's hard to compete in baseball if you don't have a top 10 player at any position in your sport. Hopefully when the top 10 second base comes out, Ketel Marte is still in that top 5. Now we'll get into Nick Ahmed's player review. But first, with the ever increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you will ever need in a traditional chain store front. Windy are often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counting man orders the parts on his computer choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for for and the same for professionals and do it yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck right locked on in their How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Are we ready for some football? Well, it's NFL playoffs, and this weekend, I'm betting on Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. Brees is taking down the GOAT, and there is only one place as you covered, one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag, and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner on Twitter at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account. and Use promo code LOCKEDON for your sign-up bonus. Hashtag BetOnline. all right all right right. let's get back into it and let's go over nick ahmed's player review these reviews are always courtesy of az snake pit giving us the framework of what to do with the review and nick ahmed is a guy who really i don't I don't think he improved much in 2020, but I don't think he really got worse in any category. I think he kind of plateaued in 2020. I think in 2019, we saw Nick Ahmed, you know, get a little bit better at the plate and then uh i from 2018 to 2019 i should say he got a little bit better at the plate i i want to say that's what i believe that's what my eyes tell me and that's honestly what the stats tell me as well it was a 234 hitter in 2018 254 in 2019 and then 266 in 2020 is obp in 2018 290 went up to 316 in 2019 and his slugging went up as well 411 2018 to 437 2019. So this guy's been you know slowly improving every season uh since really 2018. He's been slowly been getting better at the plate, and he's had to because since he's since 2018, he's been a full-time starter. He had some injuries back in 2017, and Nick Ahmed has not just turned himself, you know, since that those injuries in 2017 into a you know, a league average bat. He's been one of the best defensive players in all of baseball. He's been an absolute wizard with the glove. And we did see some flashes of his defense regressing a little bit, mostly to start the season in 2020. But as the season went on, he got better. He became, uh, you know, more improved with the glove as the season went on. And by the end of it, he looked like a pretty great defensive player again. Now, the question for Nick Ahmed is, is this just, you know, what he is as a player this what his ceiling is and if i had to take a guess i would just have to say yes i don't think nick ahmed is getting much better than what we've seen uh from him the last two seasons the last two seasons nick ahmed like i was saying earlier has kind of plateaued and he's 30 years old right now so it's not like he's an old guy or anything by that measure he still could improve and take another level but i just don't see it with nick ahmed when i look at his stats and i look Deeper into the numbers, I'm just not sure I'm a believer it's going to get much better than this. His hard hit percentage since 2018 has been above 30%. It's been above 33% the last two seasons. His barrel percentage the last three years has been above 4%. It's been above 5% the last two seasons. His exit velocity has been above 87% the last two years, and his launch angle surprisingly 2018 was the best in the last three seasons it took a dip a little bit in 2019 to 7.6 but then it climbed again in 2020 to 9.4 so this is a guy who's been you know the last two seasons been right around the same when it comes to barrel percentage hard hit percentage exit velocity the only thing that's changed with him is that launch angle the you know from 2019 to 2020 that's about the only thing he improved uh in his you know swing and his approach to the game and Nick Ahmed, I, I'm just not, I, I just don't believe it's going to get much better with him offensively. The only thing that I did think got better with Nick Ahmed was his just play in high leverage situations. I feel like Nick Ahmed was pretty good for Diamondbacks when the money was on the line, and the numbers back that up. Where runners in scoring position in 2020, he batted 308, 410 OBP, a 1006 OPS. He was really good with runners in scoring position. Two wouts, runners in scoring position, bat 320, 12-12 OPS, and 25 at-bats. So he might not be a guy that you can just go up there and trust to get you 30 home runs, steal you 30 bags in a season, have a high batting average, have a high OPS. That, not, that, that might not be what Nicky is, but what he is, he's like your classic role player in the NBA. He's a three-indie player. If you need a guy to play elite defense for you for the cheap, that's what Nick Ahmed is going to do. He's not on some fat contract right now with the Arizona Dimebacks because no one on the Arizona Dimebacks is on a fat contract. And he did get extended, uh, I believe, this past offseason. But he's only making $7.8 million in 2021, the same amount in 2022, and then actually jumps all the way to 2023 uh, jumps all the way up to 10.3 in 2023. So he is going to get some, I mean, you know, a nice little chunk of change at the end of this contract. But still, it's not a guy who's making a ton of money. He's not breaking the bank for you. And like I said with that analogy, 3 and D is going to play elite defense. And then when players are, you know, on bases, when it's runners in scoring position, he's knocking down that big shot for you. He's getting that clutch hit. And that's sometimes all you need in baseball. And a big problem for the Arizona Diamondbacks in 2020 was their offense. It was not good. And part of it was just because they didn't have enough guys hit for average and get on base. And Nick Ahmed was part of that group. His 266 average is respectable, but still only 327 OBP. His OPS was 729. He only had five home runs, so he didn't really show too much in that department this season but if you could get guys on base uh with him uh if you could get guys on base before he gets up to a bat i think that's a nice spot to have nick ahmed he really you know did well in the ninth spot for this team I think that put less pressure on him and then batting him ninth you kind of get that top of the order behind you and I think it really helped having him at the bottom of the order gave you a little boost of extra offense usually had your pitcher there but now you got Nick Ahmed who has shown some pop in 2018-2019 15 plus home runs and back-to-back seasons those two years so I think he does have a little bit more pop if he could get on base Maybe 34% of the time, I think it'll be, I think it'll make him a little bit more valuable, still get those 15 home runs. Maybe if he could steal you 10 bags, that would make him a little bit more valuable. I don't know how much he has left in the tank. He's not old, like I said, but he has been in the league now for seven seasons. So the wheels might be coming off just a little bit. He's a guy who, you know, you know, one of those max effort kind of players, not taking any plays off, and that could damage your body. That could speed up the aging process for you, and you know, some guys retire earlier than others because they're going so hard every game for 162 games. That might be the case with Nick Ahmed. He might not be a guy who plays a long time, but still, As he ages, his glove is still going to be elite. He's still going to be above average defender. And just got to hope his bat stays league average. Because as long as he's one of those three and D players, like I talk about, he's going to be an effective part of any baseball organization. Now that's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Come back tomorrow with more Dimebacks news, coverage, and insight because it's your team every day. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account at Dimebacks on both Twitter and Instagram. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Deuces!